You're listening to the Wellness Insider Network, episode number 43. Welcome to the Wellness Insider Network podcast, a place where you discover how to create a balanced, vibrant, and stress-free life with the right food, herbs, and self-care techniques. I'm your host, Lana Camille. I'm a college professor, drug information pharmacist, and an herbalist. Thank you for joining me on this adventure. Let's get the show started. Hi there. I hope you're doing very well. A little while ago, I was attending a conference, and on my first day, I posted a picture on social media bragging about cognitive benefits of a concoction I brought with me in my thermos cup. I get tons of questions about this from my pharmacy colleagues, and today it's time for me to share with you the details of what was in that cup. Are you ready for that? To do this, I invited a creator of the product I was drinking to speak with me. My today's guest is Liat Racine. Liat is a Massachusetts-based creator of seven beautiful mushroom blends she graciously shares with friends and family through her company, named Tamim Teas. I met Liat earlier this year and fell in love with her creations, her knowledge and her thoughtful approach to preparing her blends inspires her friends and her family to take care of their bodies and minds with her great creations. By the end of this episode, you'll understand why medicinal mushroom tea is a great delivery system and just how to prepare them to benefit your health and vitality. Enjoy. Hello, Liad. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm so excited that you can join me today uh, for this show. Um, so, Liat, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you start and how did you become interested in teas and mushrooms and just in, in this field in general? Yeah, so I was volunteering on a farm. I took a year off of college, maybe almost 20 years ago now. And one of my friends came to visit me, a really good friend, actually. And he had told me he had contracted um, HIV, unfortunately. And one of the ways in which he was working to improve and strengthen and keep his immune system strong was through medicinal mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And that was really my first introduction. So I had never heard about medicinal mushrooms. And I was sort of hesitant to really try them. And he had some with him. And um, and yeah, it was like a very surprising thing to learn that there was such a thing as mushrooms and they were used medicinally and not even, you know, not, not necessarily culinary for culinary reasons. Mm -hmm. From there, I, I did a lot of research into them. And then I learned that, you know, medicinal mushrooms have been used in Eastern medicine for centuries, mm -hmm. a very, very long tradition of use. And he had stumbled upon it for his own um, health and well-being. And through through him, really, I was introduced to the, the world of medicinal mushrooms. That's great. I worked on farms and did a lot of traveling and, okay. um, you know, picked up a lot of uh, learning, specifically with Eastern medicine, along my many years of um, 
of working in the in this industry. Yes, and I remember you were mentioning to me that you were doing your thesis. What did you study in school? So I'm an urban ecologist. I have okay. a PhD in urban ecology, and I actually came to do a postdoc mm-hmm. um, on urban forestry and uh, urban green spaces. And that's you know, and and since then I've stayed in Boston and and founded the company. I was actually doing this on the side for many, many, many mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once my postdoc was finished, I started working and realized that it wasn't sustainable to come home from work at 6, 7 p.m. and and then start <laughs> making medicinal mushroom tea blends until 2 a.m. And, you know, if I'm going to preach about well-being, I got to live it myself. So I decided to really go um, – full force and step in to and, and do this full time. I love your story. Absolutely love your story. And it clearly you can see that your training also connects you to what you're doing today, just in a very different way. So um, I know that a lot of people, um, when they hear the words mushrooms, they think either of portobellas or hallucinogenic ones. And you mentioned the culinary mushrooms. So um, when you started using them or you started sharing them with your friends and family, what were some of the some of the feedback and some of the reactions that you got? Were people open to them or were people a little cautious about trying medicinal mushrooms? That's a good question. So specifically, I'll give you an example. With the chaga mushroom, sure. C-H-A-G-A, mm-hmm. um, I was talking about it with um, my family and realized that my grandmother was drinking it mm-hmm. and I had not, I had not known. And it, that was just really startling to me thinking that, you know, Hey, um, here I, here I am thinking like I'm intru- I could possibly introduce, um, you know, using medicinal mushrooms for health to my family. But in fact, this is something that was handed down generation to generation within my family. And that's something that really, um, sort of shined a light on the fact that um, these medicinal mushrooms have such a rich history of use. Um, With uh, with friends, a lot of people my age were indeed unaware that there were mushrooms out there that were medicinal and inedible, meaning that um, some mushrooms like reishi actually have no culinary use. They're exclusively used. as a tea for medicinal reasons, for medicinal use. And so I think that was really surprising. And another thing that's really interesting to learn about such mushrooms like the reishi is that um, they don't necessarily all have the same umami, very, you know, savory flavors as the ones that we eat on a daily basis, for instance, the portobello or the shiitake. Um, The reishi, for instance, is quite bitter, quite Mm -hmm. astringent. And so there's this huge... Um, you know, spectrum and flavors that these medicinal mushrooms have. And so many people who, let's say, don't enjoy eating mushrooms because of the flavor can enjoy drinking these teas because they offer a new kind of flavor profile. And that was exactly my next question for you. Why did you decide to go with the teas? Because from everything that I know on my own, like, for example, Rishi and trying and having this bitter flavor, um, I was very surprised uh, when I met you that you were able to figure out how to make them actually very palatable. So can you talk to us a little bit about this? How how did, you know, were you startled by this? How, how did did you decide that this would be the perfect delivery? 
mechanism? Yeah, so it, it sort of rose organically. I love herbal teas, always, um, you know, always drink it, always had a collection myself and um, had had that on a daily basis and enjoyed drinking herbal teas on a daily basis. And then I started to drink medicinal mushrooms and sort of drink that separately, but I enjoyed it less. It was a different taste, a different flavor. It's something that I, I wasn't looking forward to drinking uh, it, even though I knew that it was so healthy and so nutritious. Um, and so taste was a huge problem that I encountered when I wanted to introduce medicinal mushrooms to more of my, my family, um, family members and friends. Um, and so then I looked into actually combining the two loves, really the, the love for the medicinal value of these mushrooms and the love for the taste of purple teas together. And uh, I try to do two things uh, when making different blends. One is make sure that um, the the herbs that I do complement the flavor of the medicinal mushrooms. So, for instance, um, shiitake can be very earthy, Mm -hmm. um, um, deep notes of earthiness with with the shiitake mushroom. And so I use a lot of lemon peel, lemongrass, and green rooibos to sort of even out the flavor profile, make it, make it balanced, mm-hmm. uh, essentially. Um, but in addition to that, I also try to augment all of the, the, the beneficial properties of the mushroom itself. So if we take, for instance, the lion's mane, it has a lot of studies now on how it improves neurocognitive functioning. Um, and there's a lot of neurocognitive benefits with the mushroom um, use as a tea overall. And so I use a lot of turmeric, which has uh, parallel benefits, um, as well as being anti-inflammatory. So the, the spices and herbs that I use in my blend are not only improving the flavor profile, but also augmenting the beneficial properties of the mushrooms themselves. That's fascinating. So one thing that comes to my mind is that I always look at blending as an art, but you also, and you clearly um, uh, agree with this, at least based on what I'm hearing, but there is also quite a bit of science there. And so if there was someone who would be, who is thinking about, oh, let me try to, whether it is blend mushrooms or blend herbs, are there certain rules? Are there certain things that you follow? Are there certain strategies that you use that typically work for variety of different tastes and flavors? So there are some herbs out there that get bitter with longer steeps. Okay. The mint, the lavender can get bitter if you steep it for too long. Mm-hmm. And one of the great things about medicinal mushrooms is actually you can be completely, you can be very lazy with these when it comes to steeping. So unlike black teas or green teas that get bitter after, you know, two, three minutes of, of submerging them in water, medicinal mushrooms actually benefit from longer steeping times, offer more flavor, offer more functionality with longer steeping times. So you really want to be careful in using herbs that won't get bitter mm-hmm. the longer you let it steep. So you can enjoy all the benefits of these mushrooms in the longer steeping times that they, they offer you. Um, and so that was really one of the challenges going into it, um, not being able to use, you know, such a wide spectrum of herbs because a lot of them do get bitter with time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then, and then other than that, there's, it takes careful um, planning and, 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 you know, the pairing is to maximize all the benefits. There's a lot of research that's going into each blend. So for instance, um, turmeric in order to increase its bioabsorbency 
uh, is often paired with black peppercorn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in my blends, when I use turmeric, I, I also incorporate the black peppercorn in that. And, and it's just this knowledge of, of not only just throwing in herbs, but what herbs can be paired together in order to increase the bioabsorbency of them and, and increase the nutritional um, and antioxidant levels of the blend itself. So it's a combination of really just test and trial and then research. I love that. Thank you. So, uh, Liat, uh, your company is called Tamim Teas. Tell us what the uh, name means. How did you come up with that? I was looking for a word that meant pure. Okay. So, in any in none of my blends, I never use any processed ingredients like powders. I don't use sweeteners. None of my blends have caffeine. They're very very natural, very pure. And I was looking for a word that reflected that. Mm-hmm. And uh, tamim means innocence, purity in um, Hebrew. And I was also really uh, happy to learn that tamim also meant the same or had similar meanings in Urdu and Arabic and um, various languages as well. So the, the meaning of it was really trans was able to transcend cultures and I love the way that Tamim sounded. It's it's something that stuck um, and it's been, um, you know, sometimes it's hard for people to pronounce it at first, um, but <laughs> I think that uh, it has a profound meaning and it's really stuck with people. That That is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this. So you talk about purity. So, and I know that uh, if someone goes on your website, when you discuss your blends and your product, you talk about authenticity and how they're grown organically and they're uh, grown uh, in family farms and you make them in very small batches. So it's clearly an artisan uh, process. So can you talk to us a little bit more about like how you decided, why did you decide to go this route? Why small batches? Um, what is it about your teas that is different? Yeah, thanks for asking. This is such a troubling issue for me personally because I find it heartbreaking that even though it's great nowadays to find medicinal mushrooms in health food stores, oftentimes these medicinal mushrooms are are offered in the form of pills, um, processed powders, um, extracts from unknown sources, often imported. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just heartbreaking because here are I think people interested in their health and well-being and who would otherwise never eat food from a questionable source. And yet they're willing to, um, or the only, a lot of the only things offered with medicinal mushrooms are, are, are just not up to the standards of what people would put, um, you know, into their bodies otherwise. And that's just really heartbreaking. Mm. These medicinal mushrooms have long traditions of use as a tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you, you know, there's something very beautiful about that. And so to sort of transform that into a pill and then promise instant <laughs> cures and whatnot is just really heartbreaking because that's not Eastern medicine and that's not maintaining the integrity in which these medicinal mushrooms have been used for centuries and handed down um, from one generation to the other. And so that's what these teas, Tamim teas, is really all about. It's it's saying, listen, we understand that these medicinal mushrooms may not taste good, um, but we are going to, you know, if you're going to go through the, the if you are interested in health and you are going to be um, taking medicinal mushrooms in some form, 
at least let them be grown organically, at least let them be grown from organic uh, family farmers who, um, you know, and trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, teas basically enables people who enjoy drinking herbal teas, um, a means to reap the benefits of these medicinal mushrooms in a way that maintains the integrity of them and really keeps true to the spirit in which medicinal mushrooms have always been used. They've never been used in forms of pills, you know, centuries ago. It's always been used as a medicinal mushroom tea. And so that's why Tamim Teas is so uh, passionate about really offering the best, the highest quality medicinal mushrooms in the form in which it's always been used as a tea. Um, so what we do is we, um, we locally source the mushrooms. We meet the farmers. They're all organic certified family farms. Um, they're all extremely dedicated to the craft of growing these wonderful mushrooms. Um, and then we use caffeine-free um, herb, herbs to make the herbal blends with the mushrooms. And so it really provides a means for people to enjoy the mushrooms uh, in an everyday cup of tea. And so what I say to people when they first try the tea is, uh, you know, if you enjoy herbal tea, this is a great way to reap the benefits of medicinal mushrooms mm-hmm. in your everyday cup. Um, and so it's it's essentially uh, an herbal tea with the added benefit of these wonderful medicinal mushrooms. I love that idea. Thank you. You offer a number of different blends. And I would love to uh, ask you to talk a little bit about some of your favorites. That's such a hard <laughs> question because each one was developed with such love and care and so to choose one is is always really difficult for me um right now i have uh, a huge picture of chaga chai in my refrigerator mm-hmm. <laughs> so um i could talk about that one so Please. i have a i have a you know essentially a chaga uh, an herbal chai with a lot of chaga uh, rich antioxidant-rich chaga mushroom. And the blend is really unique because it has about 12 different ingredients in it. And I also added turmeric for extra spice. And what I do is I, I first simmer it over the stove or sometimes I put it in a big insulated thermos and I just let it steep. And then once I let it cool, I put it in the fridge and it, it stays good for seven days and people just love iced chai in the summertime and it's so great um to you know a lot of i sort of jokingly say that our chaga chai is like the the gateway into our mushroom tea Mm. (laughs) a lot of people who are at first hesitant to try medicinal mushroom teas often gravitate towards the chaga chai because you know chai is a flavor that a lot of people um enjoy drinking and it's something that is familiar to them so Mm. Um, it's something that I love to offer guests, especially in the summer when it's iced. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also really love the maitake bloom. Um, I actually first learned about astragalus, which is a herb featured in that blend when I went to Taiwan. And I was taking some courses <clears throat> in massage. And after the massage, they often gave a tea with astragalus root mm-hmm. in it in, um, in in order to detox and uh, to relax. And and so I, I picked up on that knowledge and integrated into the maitake bloom, which has goji berries um, in maitake. And I really find it to be a tangy blend that is just really exotic. Um, but 
you know, I'm, I'm so proud of all my blends and they're so original that it's really hard for me to <laughs> select one. So how many blends do you actually uh, produce? Right now we have seven blends. Okay. And so when you're talking about chaga, can you talk about some of the reasons why someone uh, might want to incorporate this particular mushroom into their life? Specifically the chaga mushroom? Yeah. Or any of the other ones. Like I know that, for example, um, I remember buying a lion's mane uh, blend from uh, from you. And uh, I know that this is something that's used for clarity and uh, something that is wonderful for central nervous system. Um, I know that you guys carry a Rishi blend, which Rishi uh, uh, is a mushroom, is a longevity mushroom. So I think it hits so many different, it has so many different benefits that it it's it's impossible to isolate just one. But if you, uh, I guess what I'm uh, asking is, what are some of the reasons when people ask you why drink mushroom teas? What 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 your answer is? My answer is usually, you know, these mushrooms, these medicinal mushrooms have very long traditions of use. I didn't invent mushroom tea. It's something that's for centuries have been used for healing and the tradition is just so rich and, and beautiful and there's no reason why we can't incorporate it uh, nowadays in our everyday, you know, tea routine. And, um, and that's usually what I say, um, you know, each mushroom is, you're right, being studied for various different um Things like, for instance, the lion's mane, as you correctly mentioned, is being, um, you know, is revered for neuroprotective benefits, for central nervous system benefits, um, also for anti-inflammation. And so um, while while I do, um, well, sometimes people do come to me with specific problems and want me to uh, sort of recommend one particular blend, all of these mushrooms are known to improve the immune system, to really boost immune system response. That's how it was introduced to me. That's why my friend was um, drinking these teas mm -hmm. uh, when he went, um, you know, to improve his immune system. And so, um, you know, what I usually say is, is gravitate towards the blend that you'll actually enjoy drinking on a daily basis. Because <laughs> all that. of these medicinal mushrooms are, are just wonderful and contain just a variety of benefits that's so difficult to sort of isolate. Um, so, so it's, it's really let the taste buds lead in some, in, in many cases. I love that. And um, I know that uh, I listened to something on your website and you said, let the mushrooms speak for themselves. And I really, really love uh, that saying. So um, let me ask you just a couple of more questions. So you mentioned that you have a chaga chai in your uh, refrigerator right now. And during the summer that this is something that you like to offer. Are there uh, any other uh, tips that you have on how to prepare the, uh, what to do with the blends? Do you uh, steep them? Do you uh, do you boil them? How like what what is a typical recommendation? So I do through my newsletter on on Facebook and Instagram uh, show some recipes that mm -hmm. people can follow that I enjoy uh, I'm using myself. Um, but in general, these teas are super easy to prepare. So I usually recommend a teaspoon of the blend per cup, okay. um, per cup of hot water. 
And there's two really good and easy ways to make them at home. One is you fill an insulated thermos, something like a travel mug Mm -hmm. or um, any kind of insulated thermos will do um, with hot water. Um, you usually want to get it higher than 190, um, and just fill it with hot water. Put the put as many tea, you know as many teaspoons as many cups are in there, um, and just close the lid and let it sit. And I usually tell people, you know, commute to work, um, take a shower, or just be lazy and let it sit for for a while. Um, I also recommend that you reseep the the tea. So sometimes um, teas can, tea blends can get really bland the second time mm-hmm. you reseep them, and our teas don't. And actually, I I recommend that people reseep it. Um, so you can feel free to reseep it. Another easy way to make these blends at home is just use any pot, something that you would normally cook rice or beans in. Fill mm-hmm. that with hot water and put the blends in, and let it simmer gently. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could do that for you know I usually recommend more than twenty minutes, um, and then letting it cool. And all of these blends, once cool, you know, taste great ice. So you can put it in the refrigerator um, and then pour it over ice if you want something like that for the summer. And they stay great in the fridge for up to seven days. I love that. Thank you. I will definitely uh, try uh, putting it in my travel mug. So I usually actually make it in the kitchen, but this is a great idea. Thank you. Um, Leah, do you have any favorite uh, resources, whether they are mushroom resources, maybe farms or books or places, uh, of course, other than uh, Tamim uh, T's website, um, or uh, something that perhaps uh, might carry other herbs and spices, or books, of course? Yeah, so is your audience local, more or less? Some of it is local, yes. So Okay. Well, there's a wonderful store in Porter Square uh, in Cambridge called Cambridge Naturals, and they have a wide variety of herbs. Um, so I find that that store and the people working in it are, are a great resource. Um, and as far as uh, books, there are so many, you know, books on mushrooms out there. It's just such a fascinating subject and a lot of, you know, there's, there's so much research to be done. Um, sometimes I look at online academic uh, journals okay. to find the, the, you know, recent research in the Western world on these medicinal mushrooms. The Sloan Kettering Center for Cancer has a lovely page on the reishi mushroom, for instance, um, and the American Cancer Society has a, a, a wonderful resource on shiitake mushroom okay. and its use in anti-tumor um, therapy. Okay. And so, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of resources. Thank you. Thank <laughs> and, you so much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. So as we're coming to an end of this interview, I have two more questions for you. One of them you mentioned earlier that um, you share uh, tips and ideas on uh, your social media. So if someone wanted to continue learning from you and wanted to receive your newsletter, how would they do it? How Where would they find you, whether your website or social media? Yes, yeah, so we have a really fun newsletter that just goes out once a month, um, and you can sign up for that on the website. On the bottom, you'll see uh, an option for sign sign up for the newsletter, mm-hmm. and you just enter in your email. And again, it's just once a month, and I usually provide a discount code, so it's an exclusive offer for those on the newsletter, in addition to various recipes. Um, 
that I like and, and uh, would recommend for people out there to, to follow. Um, my Instagram is simply Tamim Tees, as okay. well as the Facebook Tamim Tees. And I love posting pictures and also reposting from fans um, once they make or use the, the mushroom tea and, and seeing how they've incorporated Tamim Tees into their life. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. And then my last question for you is, do you have any words of wisdom to leave this audience with or perhaps something that maybe we have not discussed during this interview? My only recommendation, in the same way you wouldn't eat food from a questionable source, I really want to get the message across that you shouldn't be using medicinal mushrooms from questionable sources either. And if you are going to buy a product that contains medicinal mushrooms, it's extremely, extremely important to know where those mushrooms are coming from. Mm. Um, mushrooms, if they're wild foraged, can can really pick up a lot of environmental toxins. Um, mushrooms that are unsustainably sourced can even kill trees. Um, if they are taken, if, if you take off too much from the tree at any one point, um, mushrooms, you know, it's just so important for these various reasons to, to really know and trust the source of your medicinal mushroom. And that's, that's the message that I would love to emphasize, uh, here right now with you is that. Um, if you don't know your source and you don't trust your source, then I would put down that product. This is a very, very wonderful uh, recommendation and um, uh, a lot of wisdom in it. Liat, thank you so much. This was a, a great interview, great conversation. I have learned so much and uh, I'm really grateful. Yeah, thank you for having me. And I'm always available if anyone ever has a question or would like to talk further about any of the issues that we were speaking about today, I'm, I'm very accessible by email and happy to, you know, discuss further. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us today. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation with Liat Justine. You can find all the links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes at wellnessinsidernetwork.com slash 43. When you have a moment, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could share some love by leaving a rating or review about the show wherever you download your podcasts. This is the best way to help others to learn about the Wellness Insider Network. This episode is proudly brought to you by Tamim Teas. I am currently enjoying two different blends, Lion Maitake Clarity and Rishi Delight. To get your 15% of your first online purchase, please head over to tamimtees.com and enter promo code TAMIM for health before December 1st. You can also get free shipping if you purchase two or more blends. To get additional information, please head over to the show notes. Thanks again for being here. I appreciate you. Be smart, be healthy, be you.